Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story this week, the Royal Rumble Lotteries are back for this year. In addition to Rumble the Rumble being January 27th, get your tickets, HighlanderGamesNJ.com, I believe is the website, Sunshine Smackdown being January 27th, HouseRulesGaming.com for the website to get your tickets, TantrumCon being January 25th through 28th, see their website, I don't have the name of it off the top of my head, but just look up TantrumCon. On any internet search engine, it'll come up. WWE is holding their Royal Rumble. Used to be called Pay-Per-View, now it's called Premium Live Event. But they're hosting the Royal Rumble. As part of the Royal Rumble, there's a men's Royal Rumble match and a women's Royal Rumble match. To keep it simple, each match has 30 people in it. Each of the 30 people in the matches have an entry number 1 through 30. Super Show is selling, essentially, lottery tickets in the 1 through 30 lottery. At the time I'm reporting this, they had put up two for the women's, two for the men's. Both of the women's are sold out. The first men's lottery sold out. The second lottery has four tickets remaining. Each ticket's $30. You buy a ticket. You get your choice of one of six Altart Chibi Art competitor cards. Sage, Chamomile Tea, Snake Pit, The Rising Sun, Papa Wheelie, or The Big Shot. You pick the one you want when you make your purchase. You'll then be assigned a random number 1 through 30. If the entrant number of the Royal Rumble winner, men's or women's, depending on which lottery you've bought into, if their entrant number matches your lottery number, then you win a create a competitor. You can create a competitor in Super Show the game. If you don't win, there are additional categories they will draw for. So there will be more prizes than just the create a competitor for each lottery. But those have come out. They've almost all sold through. Will there be an additional men's and an additional women's if the men sells out? Maybe. Sometimes they do that, sometimes they don't. It just depends. There's quite a lot of time between now and the Royal Rumble, so I could see another men's, maybe another women's opening up. Right now, though, if you want to take part in that, there's only four tickets available for the men's Rumble as I'm recording this. That's the big thing you can buy right now on supershowthegame.com. Just go to the new section under shop. It's there. The only other thing they added to that section is they've added some mesh hats, a.k.a. trucker hats, if you're interested in hats. There's a selection. You can look at it, see if you want to get any of those. That's the product news. Speaking of Sunshine Smackdown, there has been one announcement about Sunshine Smackdown. There's going to be a special guest. They announced this on Talk of the Universe. They made it sound like the special guest was going to be cruel. That was 
a little bit of a faint. It's actually Madman Fulton. Madman Fulton will be a special guest at Sunshine Smackdown, hosted by House Rules Gaming in Kissimmee, Florida. Not at House Rules Gaming. It's at the Holiday Inn Resort, Orlando, Lake Buena Vista. Just wanted to get that out there because that is different. Highlander Games is hosting Rumble at the Rumble at Highlander Games. House Rules Gaming is hosting at a different location. CCC News. The deadline for the 2024 Creative Competitor Competition, the deadline for entry is January 31st. Send an email to stuman 9 at hotmail.com giving the name of your character, physical description, slash ring gear description, how they heard about the Legendary Fighting Federation, and why they want to be a part of it, plus any other information you want to give. That I've reported before. The news I have is that it looks like they're going to limit how many entrants there can be. Based on a post I saw from Pat Mulligan on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook, it looks like they're only going to take 24 entrants. This is unofficial. I have not seen an official announcement that the spots are limited. Just something almost like an afterthought. If you do want to sign up for the CCC, I would say enter earlier rather than later. The last number I had was seven spots. Had been filled already. That was before JAC entered. JAC has officially entered, so there are at least eight people in the CCC, not counting WWX people, people from the Caveman's Wrestling School. I don't know if that's part of the 24 spots or not. That's what I have for you on the 2024 Creative Competitor Competition. Let's talk about some upcoming championship matches and featured matches. We have the next contenders for the LFF Triad Championship. The Triad Championship currently held by Carlos Lumbre, the man behind El Hombre Cybernetica. His next two challengers will be Pride and Simple Chuck. So El Hombre Cybernetica facing off against two members of the Deep South to try to defend his Triad Championship. No date. And time on that match, where that's going to stream, if at all, those are the next contenders. For the Veterans Championship, currently held by Mark Perry, who just won the championship, his first contender is going to be Jeff Phillips, the man behind Teru the Shogun. That match will happen sometime in mid-February. No more details than mid-February. Look for the Veterans Championship, where challenger Jeff Phillips Faces champion Mark Perry. Midwest Coast Tag Team Championship news. The current champions are the team known as the New Hotness. Brock Smith and Mitchell Manja. Their next challengers are going to be the Unionverse Tag Team. The Foreman and the Meeple will take on the New Hotness. This is scheduled to take place January 15th. Tomorrow, as I'm recording this, as part of the Big Picture Premium New Year's Retribution pay-per-view streaming event 
That'll be streamed on their Twitch channel. Also, as part of this New Year's Retribution event, the Hollywood Heavyweight Championship is going to be defended. Eddie Fury, the champion, was originally going to face challenger Jorjito International Cool. Something happened. Jorjito cannot be the challenger. So there was a substitution. Long Balls Larry cut a promo asking for a title shot, and the Phil Birch granted it. So Long Balls Larry will challenge Eddie Fury for the Hollywood Heavyweight Championship January 15th, New Year's Retribution. And that is pretty much it for the news I have for this week outside of featured matches and tournaments from this past week. I'll start with featured matches. We had one featured match this week. The championship versus championship title versus title match between the LFF Tri-State Champion and the Midwest Coast Champion. John Pulverino, Press 1P, 18-0 in defenses as the LFF Tri-State Champion takes on the Grump, the Midwest Coast Champion. The winner of this match gets to count their win as a successful championship defense. This matters for John Pulverino. John Pulverino is currently tied with the SRG BOSS for a number of successful defenses as LFF Tri-State Champion with 18. If he wins this match, he holds the record alone with 19 successful defenses. The loser of this match must vacate their championship. So, if the Grump loses, he's no longer Midwest Coast Champion. They'll have to be a match for a new Midwest Coast champion. If John Pulverino loses, then there will be no LFF Tri-State champion. They'll have to have a match for a new Tri-State champion. In this match, and I believe this was a New York Rules match. The match started at crowd meter one. We have Press 1P, the LFF Tri-State champion, playing as the new version of Alien Invader. And we have the Grump, the Midwest Coast champion, playing as himself, in a relatively short match. John Pulverino only wins one turn. The Grump only wins a few turns. Hits the finish with the crowd meter, with the skill die roll, with the boosts from the finish card. John Pulverino can't kick out. And so the winner of this match is the Grump, Danny Thunder. Congratulations to the Grump for representing the Midwest Coast and bringing a victory home to them and to himself. John Provino must vacate the championship. Who will be the next contenders for the championship? Ant West is currently angling. He had been angling for a shot at John Provino. That's now not going to happen. He's now angling for a shot at the championship. We'll see if he gets that. It looks like Candyman, who is the GM of the Tri-State region, she may also be throwing her hat into the ring, so we could see Ant West versus Candyman, the winner becoming the new LFF Tri-State Champion. I'll keep my eye on that, and I'll give you more information on that when I have it. As far as the Midwest Coast Championship, it's been announced that the next contender for the Midwest Coast Championship will be Chris Pate. Chris Pate will face the Grump for a shot at the belt. The next contender after Chris Pate is going to be Yasmin, and then the contender after Yasmin 
will be HR currently of just business. That was the title versus title match after Talk of the Universe last Wednesday. We had three tournaments online this week. Monday, we had sort of a I don't have a locals because Legendary Realms closed event. They had 16 players in the tournament. Group stages, four groups, four players per group. Each player plays the other three in the group. Top two records advance to the top cut. There are no stipulations in the top cut in the quarterfinal or semifinal rounds. The finals match is a New York rules match. Your semifinalists were Jared Bridge playing as EDM and Carlos Lumbre playing as the abominable Big Shot. The finalists were Bob Dunn playing as Copycat and Chibi playing as Polly the Pigeon Pecone with the winner Monday night, Chibi. Congratulations to Chibi for winning Monday Night Fights. Thursday, Thursday Night Fights, 17 players in this event. Four groups, three groups of four, one group of five. Top two records per group advance, same format as Monday Night Fights. So we have eight players make the top cut. The quarterfinal matches are all steel cage matches. The semifinal matches are steel chain matches. The finals match is a tables match. Your semifinalists were Yasmin playing as Ricky Riot and the Italian Bombada playing as Ariel Lipstick. Your finalists were Alec Ventresca playing as Quadruple H and Simple Chuck playing as Little Guido with the winner, Simple Chuck. Congratulations to Simple Chuck for winning Thursday Night Fights. And then Friday, we have Hold the Line Harry hosting an undrafted pop-up event. I don't know if I'd call it a pop-up, because a pop-up to me is one with very short notice. We had quite a few days notice that this tournament was going to happen. But it's officially the undrafted pop-up event. Players in this tournament had to play singles competitors that were not drafted in the Faction Wars 5 draft. That was the sole condition in this tournament. 16 players. Four groups. Four players per group. Each player plays the other three in the group. Top two records per group advance to the top cut. I have no information about any stipulations in the top cut or in the tournament period. Your semifinalists were Practicite playing as himself and Ken Fouché playing as the Mortician. Rare to see the Mortician get this far. Widely considered one of the worst competitors in the game, so honorable mention to Ken Fouché for taking the Mortician to top four. Your finalists were Alec Ventresca playing as one of his favorites, Kenny Omega, and Chugonomics playing as Sekhmet, the Ikuzo version of Sekhmet. With the winner, Chugonomics. Congratulations to Chugonomics for winning the undrafted pop-up tournament. Honorable mention to Alec Ventresca for making two finals this week. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. But before I get to Sunday Night Fights, we have a couple of news items that broke. The first is there's been an announcement for the next contender for the 23-7 American Interstellar Harder Core Championship. The current champion, Matty Bar 1, will face, date and time to be named later, the Meeple. 
The Meeple is the next challenger for champion Matty Bar 1. The next bit of news is that we have an update on the featured matches at Rumble at the Rumble. There are going to be three featured matches January 27th at Highlander Games. The LFF Intergalactic Championship will be on the line as challenger Larry Tiblis, a.k.a. the Tartan Terror, takes on Fotista. The LFF Tag Team Championship will be on the line. The tag team of Candyman Dan and Ryan Pierce will take on the Animal Kingdom, Le Penguin, and the Cheetah. And then finally, a match almost a year in the making, the winner of the Grand Battle at Grand Gathering 3, Everett Stevens, will take the Mark Jeff Bravo, and he will square off against Brian, wait for it, Schmidt, using the Witch's Apprentice in a match for the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. We have a confirmation of the three champions that will be booked for the Creative Competitor Tournament at Rumble at the Rumble. It's a big booked list. It's essentially every competitor that's ever been used to win a Creative Competitor Tournament. Check out a post from Chris Bajillo on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook for the full list. But in addition to all the past winners, The Witch's Apprentice, El Phantasmo, and Johnny T are booked because they are the competitors currently being used by the LFF World Heavyweight Champion, the Underworld Champion, and the United States Champion. We also have an announcement for the stipulations in the top eight. Quarterfinals will be Ring of Fire. Semifinals will be Dark Matches. Finals match will be Beast Unchained. There may be a top 16 depending on how many people attend Rumble at the Rumble. No news on what a potential top 16 stipulation will be. But those are the updates I have before we talk about Sunday Night Fights. Only two matches on the card for Sunday Night Fights. The first match is to crown a new LFF Hardcore Champion. The previous champion was the Nightmare King. The championship was vacated. The division was shut down. It was brought back, starting at PAX Unplugged. The match was originally supposed to be Theo the Greek Neo versus the Nightmare King. The Nightmare King no longer allowed, apparently, to play for matches, be in featured matches online, so he must play for that in person. They end up substituting the foreman in the place of the Nightmare King. So it's the foreman versus Theo the Greek Neo. The foreman playing is cruel. Now, Theo the Greek Neo does not show up for the match. He is instead replaced by Zach Ashley. No word why he was replaced, but he is replaced by Zach Ashley playing as Wrench Monkey. It's a steel cage match. A steel cage match to crown a brand new LFF Hardcore Champion. This match goes to crown meter one. The foreman, the first to play all three of his finishes and have them all stopped. So he must escape the cage to win. Zach actually still has a finish in hand after both players have decked out. It's a race to see if Zach actually can play the finish and have it hit. Or, if that doesn't work, to see if one of the two players can escape 
via special finish, can escape the cage and win that way. The winner escaping the cage at crowd meter one, the foreman. The foreman becomes the new LFF hardcore champion. Congratulations to the foreman for the victory. The final match of the night is a two out of three fall match between the TVA commissioner, Drew Madsen, and the SRG BOSS, Steve Resk. There are two things on the line. The first involves what the loser will wear at CaptainCon. If Drew Madsen loses this match, he will have to wear a tracksuit at CaptainCon. If the SRG boss loses this match, he will have to wear a suit at CaptainCon. The second thing on the line in this match is the custody of Brock Smith. If Drew Madsen wins, the GOAT Brock Smith joins the TVA. If Steve Resk wins, he remains in the crime wave. Each player used a different competitor in each fall of the match. In the first fall, we have Drew Madsen playing as El Scorpio and the SRG boss playing as the new version of the Rising Sun. In a match that I don't think went past crowd meter zero, Drew Madsen takes the first fall. So the SRG boss must win twice to retain custody of the GOAT Brock Smith. In the second match, the boss plays as Chainsaw Jimmy. Drew Madsen plays as Will Ospreay. The match goes to crowd meter two. The winner at crowd meter two, the SRG BOWS. It goes to a third fall. The TVA commissioner plays as the memes dealer. The SRG boss plays as the second version of his own competitor. The match goes to crowd meter one. The winner, the TVA commissioner, Drew Madsen. The SRG BOWS must wear a suit at Captain Con. I'm assuming all three days of Captain Con. And the GOAT Brocksmith, the once-in-a-generation generational talent, is now a member of the TVA. How long he'll be a member, I don't know. But for the foreseeable future, Brock Smith is under the auspices of the TVA. Congratulations to Drew Madsen for winning the main event of Sunday Night Fights. Afterwards, in the post-show, they talked about the upcoming Big Picture Premium event, January 15th, New Year's Retribution. I mentioned two of the matches earlier in the show. The Hollywood Heavyweight Championship match between champion Eddie Fury and challenger Long Balzeri. I talked about the Midwest Coast Tag Team match between champions The New Hotness and challengers The Unionverse, which we found out here is going to be a dark match. They also talked about two other matches that will be on the match card. One I discussed earlier, the practice site versus the Judge Tim Riley match. And the other one I have not talked about yet on the show, the Misfit versus somebody called Johnny Utah. I'm not sure if this is the same as the Mothman. I'm not familiar with this match, but I will tune in January 15th and check it out and give you the results of that match. As far as online tournaments for next week, nothing is currently listed on supershowthegame.com, but look for something Monday night 
Look for something Thursday night. Dojo Tuesday night. Twitch.tv slash SRGers. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.